Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. Hey everyone, it's time for another episode of the Undead Walking Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and it is Sunday. It's February 28th. It's the day that The Walking Dead returns. It's a little bittersweet, of course, because these bonus episodes are kind of the beginning of the end of The Walking Dead as we know it. But at the same time, these Walking Dead episodes are really something special because if not for the pandemic and the work that was being done kind of behind the scenes to get these things done and on the television, we wouldn't have The Walking Dead until later this year. So they're really special and it's really fun to be reunited with everybody. And speaking of reunions, tonight was the night that we reunited with Maggie. It was Lauren Cohan's triumphant return to the series. And, um, yeah, there's, there's so many things that are, um, you know, that, that the episode had so many different elements. I mean, we saw little Herschel all grown up in a tree, um, definitely his father's son. He has a spirit in him that is, uh, just something very special. Um, we also learned a little bit about where Maggie's been for the past few years, and there were some surprises there also. Um, and then we also met a brand new group, literally brand new group of potential villains, the Reapers. And um, one of them, before he decides to blow himself to smithereens, tells Maggie that he's that she's been marked by Pope. And we don't know who Pope is, but I think we're going to find out. So the episode, I mean, it had new people. We met Cole. We met, we learned more about Elijah. Um, there were some amazing moments between Elijah and Kelly. And uh, yeah, I mean, just the first two minutes, uh, you might have, you might know that uh, Undead Walking had the privilege of debuting those first two minutes of the episode last week. And it was amazing how many people were just stunned by how much they were able to put in those two minutes. Um, Maggie was walking with Judith and, you know, she commented that Judith is her mom's daughter and, and Judith, you know, Judith being Judith also, you know, corrected and said, you know, I'm also my father's daughter. Um, it was, it was really something special to see the two of them just, just knowing that they were there, you know, they were there before they were there with Rick you know, Maggie has a special kind of place in Judith's life, and it's it's going to be fun to see Maggie back in action with the group. Um, there's a lot to, to kind of break down with this episode. I'm not going to do that in this podcast because tonight I have an interview with Angela Kang that I want to share with you. Uh, so just to kind of do some housekeeping now that we're back, and we're, we're basically going to be back. I think it's going to go 
pretty straight through the rest of the year. Um, there was a really interesting little promo spot when the episode ended tonight. Uh, it was like a room with a camera set up and some two, you know, the, the mirrors, you know, the one-way mirrors and, and, um, it's, it's really interesting. And it was basically, it was a promo saying that the walking dead is going to be back this summer. Season 11 is going to debut this summer. So, you know, we, we all know that I am not good at math, but it is worth saying that if we have these six bonus episodes right now, and those, those go through April. And then in April, we have nine episodes of fear, the walking dead six B and it's nine episodes because we didn't get episode 608. Um, then we also have 10 episodes of the walking dead world beyond. And then I think we're going to probably have at least the first half of fear, the walking dead season seven. And now we're going to have The Walking Dead, and it's premiering in the summer, which is interesting because there's going to be 24 episodes of this final season. So does that mean we're getting 12 episodes instead of the normal eight that we're used to? We could have Walking Dead all the way through the end of the year if, if they run them you know, separately. It, it, my guess is that they're going to be overlapping some of those episodes so that some of them will, you know, it could be Fear the Walking Dead and World Beyond again on, you know, Shared Night uh, could be Walking Dead and World Beyond. Uh, it could be, I don't know, it could be any combination of anything because we don't know anything anymore. This is all uncharted territory for us. And so it's just, you know, we just follow along and see what happens. But the exciting thing is, is that there is a whole lot to look forward to. And I think that the way that this makes the most sense for the podcast is that we're going to save Sunday nights for the interviews because I know you guys want to hear the interviews and I don't want to keep you from it. So we're going to jump right into that, and so this will be a shorter podcast. And then on Wednesdays, Adam and I will be back to talk more about this week's episode and then kind of preview what's coming up. So Sundays are going to be reserved for exclusive content and interviews and stuff like that. And then uh, the rest of the time we'll have, and then on Wednesdays we'll have discussion. So I think that'll flow really nicely and that way you don't have to wait and, you know, sit through us babbling because I know you want to listen to the interview. And, and, uh, unfortunately this week's interview with Angela Kang, it's a little short. Um, I kind of mentioned that on Twitter that we were told in advance that everybody would have 10 minutes with her. And so I put together three questions and thankfully I had those questions prepared because, um, you know, sometimes you try to have an organic conversation with somebody and kind of let it flow and, and kind of lead where it may. But in this case, um, because she knew she had 10 minutes and because she knew I had three questions, she was able to kind of elaborate a little bit more. So there's a lot of really interesting stuff coming out of this interview that uh, I think you'll enjoy. You know, obviously, you guys know my interview style and, and know that I, I like to kind of go in different directions. And this one is no different. And I just, I kind of wanted to touch on the rationale behind that. I already figured, you know, you know who's going to get interviews, you know, which Walking Dead journalists are going to be getting those interviews. And so everybody's going to be asking the same questions. I didn't want to ask the same questions because then all of the interviews are kind of the same. So my interview is more focused on these stories and how these stories kind of fit into the larger Walking Dead universe and how they came about things like that. We already kind of know how they film in the pandemic and we know that it's Maggie's return and 
you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. I just wanted to get you something different. So my interview is a little different, but there's some really good insight from, from Angela Kang about how 10C came about, how it ties into season 11. And, um, so yeah, so I'm actually going to stop there. I'm going to play the interview and, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. And then I'll, I will see you on the other side of the interview. So enjoy. You know, one of the things like I'm, I always like to say, like, I am a huge Walking Dead fan, but I think I'm more of a, I'm a story person, probably more than like a character specific person. And what I really love, you know, from what I've seen, you know, seeing those, the, the first two episodes of 10C and then reading the descriptions of the other ones, it seems like this is such a really cool opportunity to tell some really special stories that you maybe you weren't able to tell or you wouldn't have been able to tell if all of this hadn't happened. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think like, absolutely. I think, you know, we as writers on the show always enjoy when we can do some really focused episodes where you're really kind of concentrating on like just a handful of characters because I feel like you get a chance to do a deep dive into them in a way that we often don't get to. I mean, we we always strive to tell great stories, even when it's like there's, you know, we're servicing like 20 people in an episode or more. But, it's you know, you just wind up getting little bits and pieces. And so this is something that's always been part of the sort of template of our show, which is that sometimes we do do these sort of episodes that are like, you know, in the middle of everything, we stop and do an episode about two people. But we don't get to do it often because it's like we we always try to have a driving plot that just tends to kind of suck up all the air. So, um, you know, the opportunity that we got from having to pivot to these um, season 10 extension episodes is that we did get to spend a little more time with some of these characters and tell these character-driven stories that maybe we wouldn't have gotten to tell in this kind of detail um, during a normal season. So that, that's been fun for us to do. Definitely. Do you think that, like, looking back and, and you know, you've been able to, it, since you've, you've been the showrunner, you've had some really massive time jumps in, you know, that you've dealt with, you know, big and small and, and with a variety of characters. Do you, like, I, I could actually, when they announced all of the new, the new spinoffs, I would love to have a time jump spinoff, just just go back and tell me some stories that, you know, stuff that, that we didn't get to talk about because it was, <laughs> we jumped over it. But, uh, like, do you, do you look at, at what you were able to do with these episodes and, and kind of look back now and think like, man, if we could have gone back and told this story at this time or, you know, done something at a different point, like, do you, does it kind of, kind of tickle those, those creative, you know, the creativity and say like, Hey, I wish we could go back or maybe that's something that we strive to do maybe in a different, a different show down the line? Like, does it, does it kind of give you that, that motivation now that you've, you've been able to do it? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I always love those kinds of like, look back, like into the past to, to tell you what you think, um, you know, to kind of inform the future. And in some ways, like, you know, a lot of these episodes um, have some element like that. Um, I, to I totally get what you're saying because, like, I would love to see, like, more of those sort of, like, bits and pieces we skipped over. We can't always do that kind of story in the, the main show. Um, but, you know, I feel like, you know, if you ever talk to Scott Kimple from the universe component, I do feel like there's some stuff like that that, you know, they're working on for those reasons, you know, trying to go back and catch bits of people's stories. Um, you know, for us, like, you know, for example, we're doing a comic book adaptation of Here's Me and which has to do with Megan's 
backstory before the apocalypse in these 10 C episodes. And, you know, we've been looking to try to place that story for a long time, but we're like, how do we make it fit into the present narrative so it doesn't just feel like a one-off within our season? And we kind of found, like, the perfect spot for it here, which was really, you know, it's that it gave us that opportunity to, to put it somewhere where it felt like it had a good, memorable placement, but it's also like there's a reason why we're telling that story now. Definitely, definitely. And I guess the um, the other question, because I, I want to be mindful of your time, and, and you know, I'd, I'd love to kind of to, to pick your brain on this, but um, just as someone who, you know, who, who loves the show, but also, you know, writes about it for a living, like, you know, we have to look at all of these different things. And it's, it, it is such a really interesting mix of, um, like, if I had, if somebody asked me what 1017 had been about in advance, I'd say, you know, like, it, it definitely has those elements of, of questions that needed to be answered. You know, you have, you have Maggie kind of explaining where she was, and then, um, you know, you, you get to take the time, because it, it doesn't feel like the next big thing is hit yet, so it's, it's very much like a breather episode in a way. But uh-huh. I'm wondering, um, which, you know, I, I just love that, that aspect of it. You know, and I know so, like the, the, the episode with, with Ezekiel is, is you know, that's the, these are things that it, it feels like we would have seen those anyway. Those would have, you know, we would have had to play out those stories or, you know, we would have had to know those things for season 11. So how did you, you know, when you got to, when you were putting together these, these episodes, how did you flesh out what, elements needed to be told now that to in order to move forward and kind of tie these between season 10 and season 11 because they they kind of straddle both seasons um you know how did you kind of parse out which which information needed to be here to kind of bridge the gap and then what part you can kind of have fun with and that didn't need to tie in as much yeah, no, that's a great question. I think for us, like, the things that we felt needed to be tended to, we kind of started with, like, well, what what was it that we were trying to do in the start of season 11 that we felt needed to be tended to? So we really felt like we had to, like, get in some way into, like, Maggie and, you know, Herschel and what, what has that group um, been up to? Like, you know, we were going to do that in a different way in season 11, but I'm glad we got to kind of flush it out here because, you know, we got to have these scenes with Maggie and Daryl and, you know, find Herschel for the first time. Um, we really felt like we need to establish what had happened to Alexandria in the interim and the survival problems that that created for them. And so, you know, the way that that you know, story was told was something we had to come up with, but we knew that we needed to do that. Um, we felt that we had to establish that there was um, this uh, Maggie and Negan conflict and like, how is that gonna play out as they're both getting stuck in the same community? And then we felt like we needed to pay mind to the fact that the Daryl and Carol story that we've been telling throughout season 10 um, and sort of the dark point that they've gotten to when, when Connie was, um, you know, buried in the, the cave, which now the audience knows, but our characters don't yet know that she did survive that, and she's just out there in the world somewhere, and Virgil has come across her, but, you know, our characters still don't know that, and there's a lot of pain there, and we knew that we needed to, in some way, acknowledge that, as well as, like, kind of introduce, like, the new threats that's coming out up in the world and so like kind of from that base 
we then started kind of pulling in the, the pieces. Oh, and I also knew that we needed to check in on what had happened to our group at the train station. So we knew that we needed to tell a story there. So it's kind of like, those were the things that we said, like, we think we have to start with this, otherwise it'll be weird to kind of come back in on it. And then, you know, other things we could wait. Like, we only could put so many people in any one of these episodes and, you know, a variety of sort of like limitations that we had in terms of like where we could shoot and how and all of that. So then we kind of started figuring out like within the parameters we have, like how do we service like this handful of things that we know we have to touch on. All right. I told you it was quick and it was 10 minutes to the nose, um, eight minutes of actual content if you're counting. And uh, yeah, it was... It's not easy when you have that much, you know, so many things to ask and you know you only have 10 minutes. Sometimes you get extra time and in this case they were already running late when we did our interviews. So I do apologize for how brief it was, but hey, you take what you can get and that's what we got. So um, you know, just want to say thank you again to AMC for getting that interview set up and looking forward to future interviews with the rest of the Walking Dead cast as we kind of make our way through this uh, these this uncharted territory and in, in the Walking Dead 10C. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited to hear what you think of the interview. Can't wait to hear what you think about tonight's episode. Uh, Home Sweet Home was, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the best episode of The Walking Dead and also wasn't the worst episode of The Walking Dead. I think it's kind of a, a really interesting episode that, that it, it was, it was slow enough to where Maggie could have those really important conversations about what's been going on in her life and her decision to leave and her decision to return. And it also introduced us to potentially the next big bad that we're going to be looking at uh, heading into season 11 or, you know, through the, the rest of these bonus episodes, at least. So, you know, it was a really good kind of story building episode, and I think it sets things up in a really cool way. I'm really excited to see where it ends up. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think. So as always, you know, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, give us a like, leave us a review. If you have any questions or if you want us to address anything on the podcast on Wednesday, hit us up on social media. I'm at Sarah Beth Pollock and Adam is at MN Viking, uh, MB, MN Zombie Viking. And uh, that's how you can reach both of us. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, let us know because we want to, you know, we want this podcast to be about your questions too. It's not just about us. So for now, until Wednesday, as always, I just want to thank you for, for hanging in there and listening to the podcast and remind you to stay safe, wash your hands, and watch out for those walkers. Thanks, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.